Hello and welcome to the Jesus Tribe podcast. It's exciting to have you here. We're currently on a series titled Is Anyone Up There? where we answer questions regarding the existence of God. Is there a God? Does he exist? If he does, how does this affect me as a human being? Join us on this amazing journey as we search and try to make a case for and against the existence of God. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Jesus Tribe podcast. Hi Daniel, welcome back on the show. Hi Faith, hi everyone, good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. So how are you doing? So Val's Day was like, Valentine's Day was like last week Sunday. How are you doing? How did your Sunday go? What did you do? <laughs> I'm not sure if... <laughs> uh, <this> <laughs> Let me not let me not embarrass myself. Don't worry. It was a good day. I didn't do anything out of the unusual. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I do anything different, but I mean, I was hopeful, right? As in, no, Allah. next year, next year, next year. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. So last week we, and the last two episodes we spoke about morality and consciousness, and then it was a very packed episode. I highly recommend that you take a listen. Right? Oh yeah. Because oh yeah. <laughs> So we spoke about morality and consciousness, talking about how you know morality is such an issue in our day, and then moving on to the consciousness side of things, we explored how you know are we born with a sense of morality is yeah. inherent, or are we do we somehow learn as we go on in life? Yeah. So, do you want to give a very brief recap of what we looked about looked at rather in the last podcast? Yeah, sure. And I think just to jog the memories of everyone who's been with us on this journey and in case we have new people listening as well um we're currently on the theme six or i'm sorry (laughs) six or nine was the last one (laughs) is anybody up there right and currently we're on a sub theme where we are trying to examine arguments that point to the existence of a supernatural being god and um, one of which was morality and consciousness. And like you said, it was really an amazing session. I really, really recommend everyone finds time to listen to it. But the idea basically was the fact that there is some form of moral law ultimately points to a standard that was established beyond man, right? If there is some sense of morality that everyone feels impressed on their conscience, it just seems to point to point so by design and that ultimately points to um the existence maybe just backing up a bit on what we talked about intelligent designer or intelligent design and an intelligent designer and um, also we looked at things just bringing back a few things from our conversation about relative morality and how if there really wasn't a god then and everything was truly simply natural then morality has no true meaning morality has no objectivity at the end of the day things are only right and wrong because we say they are at that point in time but it really concepts like good and evil right and wrong he's a good person she is a good person ideas like that have no real meaning if we look at the world from a purely natural standpoint because at the end of the day we all are going to die. Um, human beings are probably going to go extinct or the earth gets destroyed. Whatever the case may be, the point is, if we are all just atoms, morality really has no real meaning. And I think um, 
for the most part human beings at large when we look inwards we we sense that idea of consciousness and conscience and consciousness um accountability and um guilt things like that it just seems yeah. to point that there is more going on beyond the natural so mm-hmm. that's the whole idea how the idea of morality and um objectivity and consciousness can point to the existence of a divine being so that's kind of what we talked about yeah i think that's a very accurate summary thank you daniel and i also recommend that if you're going to listen to the um podcast on morality and consciousness it will do you a world of good as well to take a step further and listen to the podcast on intelligent design and just maybe if you have time and if you haven't already right check out what we spoke about in six or nine all four of them really short episodes right because they will help a lot in trying giving a a form of context to everything we kind of spoke about on the last two podcasts yeah so going straight into our topic for today we are going to be getting a little bit personal here so the last three or four um topics have been more objective so it's either this or that nothing involving what you feel or what you think right yeah but then this one is a little bit more um, subjective a little more touchy and personal and then it's the concept of miracles and personal experiences mm. so i know we're having <laughs> we're having a brief discussion right before we started recording this podcast and you know we're saying that we're emphasizing that really in the, in the real sense of things you know these things happen miracles happen you know literally almost every day right and then you're not really meant to question if if um if it could have happened the question is did this thing actually happen if it did then you should want to know about you know why it happened and what what exactly went on behind the scenes but even before we go right into that we're going to give a very very brief some a great description rather of what a miracle is and simply put a miracle is anything that cannot be explained by natural or scientific laws and is therefore attributed to a divine cause because if you can't explain it naturally then i mean of course it was supernatural right yes yeah, so um yeah daniel moving straight ahead to you hmm. what else can you say you know about the arguments in the line of miracles yeah i think that's that's a really good introduction and um some people reading them listening or reading um our articles on instagram um especially if let's say you might be a skeptic might wonder how does the idea of miracles and personal experience become a defense for the existence of a divine being god and you kind of started off um, started us off on the right path which is by definition a miracle is something that isn't natural right that's why it's a miracle it's an exception or a deviation from natural laws so if i throw a pen in the air and the pen stays in the air that's a miracle (laughs) right it's 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 it defies the law of gravity and the argument simply is is that if miracles exist there probably or there is a divine agency or a supernatural agency behind that miracle meaning everything isn't natural and there exists a supernatural realm and the rebuttal to that would be oh miracles don't exist things are 
only scientific or miracles are simply things that science hasn't come to explain and there's an entire um article and podcast series where we're going to um, address the fact of is this all a cover-up of ignorance or not but i think it's very unfair and frankly actually very careless to dismiss a miracle at first it's not first sight (laughs) the moment you hear of it on the premise that everything is natural why because you're already making an assumption you haven't proven and based on that assumption you are using it to explain everything else the question when it comes to miracles will not be um could it have happened the question first of all would be did it actually happen so if mm-hmm. someone who was medically verified to be dead for days suddenly comes back to life and you hear that story your first response should not be hmm, dead people stay dead therefore is a lie what i'm hearing is a lie that might not be a good approach and while yes you might want to keep your um, keep your expectations based on realism and you want to be scientific even the scientific process would tell you to at least do some investigative research was yeah. the person actually dead which medical professionals confirmed this was the person actually raised to life if those things then happened you have to then follow the evidence where it leads a miracle mm-hmm. did happen meaning there probably is a supernatural agency because there is no natural explanation for a person who has been dead for days to come back to life so i think just to summarize once more the reason miracles can be a strong argument for the existence of the divine being god is because if they can be proven to have happened then we must follow the evidence where it leads That's very true, Daniel. And then as you were speaking, something came to my mind. A post I saw on Instagram a couple of days back is this woman, I can't remember her name now, uh, that pointed us in the direction of that post. But um, she was sharing a very amazing miracle that happened to her, a, that happened to her last year. And then before I go ahead to share what she actually said, I think is a good point, it's a good time to say that most or many, a whole lot of medical doctors who are trained to think and believe scientifically, have seen a whole lot more miracles and they know what to do with because, and and then, so here's why I say that. So this, in her story, it was certified that um, she had a problem. So she went for a checkup and she, she found out that something was wrong with her cervix and then they had to take it out, right? Okay. So she didn't have a complete cervix, i.e. she couldn't carry a child. Okay, wow. And then, she falls pregnant and goes to the hospital and the hospital is like oh this isn't safe for you there's too much pressure you need to take the baby out I, I think it was about 30 weeks there was no way no yeah or less but there was no it was a point where there was no way the baby could have survived mm. if the baby had come out then so they go back and they just you know pray and then go about their normal lives just like okay we're going to take out the baby soon right and they go back to the hospital and just do a quick scan before they start the process of getting the child out and they see that her cervix has grown back completely. <laughs> and her doctors are like, what is happening? We literally saw, right, that your cervix was incomplete. And that's why you're here, to have your baby removed. How in the world wow. did this happen? Wow. And of course, no one has an explanation for it because she didn't go anywhere. You can't, you can't, you can't fix a cervix, right? You can't, <laughs> cervix is going to grow. 
you can't go anywhere to do a cervix implant for some one way or another she was pregnant and then while she was pregnant her cervix had grown back and it's such an it was a very astounding miracle for me because it just blew my mind it blew my mind wow. and i think that's what miracles do most times they never really make sense you can't really <laughs> process it yeah most times you can't process it because you're not supposed to understand they defy what your mind is naturally used to yeah. and for someone or some people that like to be in charge and like to know how everything is going it will take a bit of getting used to to come to terms with the fact that things that don't have explanations can actually happen yeah yeah i, I think yeah. i think um that's that's first of all i mean that's that's an amazing um report and we hear things like this all the time and i i do could submit that if for instance you're listening to this and you're a skeptic um the idea of believing a miracle at first glance might seem illogical and i definitely can understand that our point is simple that even though it may not be the easiest of things to just believe everything you hear at first glance and it might not even be wise to do so but mm-hmm. do not mm-hmm. just discredit the possibility yeah. simply because you don't believe miracles could happen. That way you've already blocked your mind to any evidence that might prove otherwise and you are being um you're being closed-minded meaning you might not be able to ever learn what may or may not be true because you already stand on an assumption that you haven't proven. So I think the first thing mm-hmm. we're trying to say is that when you hear testimonies of miracles or reports of miracles um keep an open mind avoid bias and be willing to follow the truth where it goes and one of the things we talked about in the instagram post was the idea that for instance just because you've never had a disease doesn't mean yeah. that the disease doesn't exist i mean it was a huge case with this whole coronavirus thing people yeah. never till now probably believe that it there's no such thing as a virus possibly because no one around them or they haven't gotten the disease i know people who I have th- i know people who who were sick and so because of that i can say oh i know there's such a thing if those people would even take out the time to do the research to look into the facts you would be able to see that okay i don't have to have maybe seen or personally experienced a miracle for me to believe that they do happen or they do exist yeah. you want to say something yeah i wanted to say that and i think it, it just makes you the, the direct opposite of what you're claiming to be right so you claim that you can't you you don't believe miracles exist because you haven't you know seen proof or you've not there's nothing backing it up right but then you know when when something looks like it's what you believe is not you look for every possible excuse to try and explain it away right to explain that oh this thing couldn't have happened this way but then you you, it just leads you into down a road of you just become illogical right because you're not even being objective anymore and you become the very opposite of what you claim to be yeah you're trying to prove your yeah yeah i think i think that's it that that's that's it you just need to be careful so that you don't become um the very thing you claim to to disprove right that you are now a subjective person who doesn't want to believe objective reality and i think we can use that to even segue into what um the next part of our conversation is which is the idea that personal experience can also be a strong motivation or a strong argument for the existence of god now you might hear this and say oh wow but guys, you've literally spent the first, the past <laughs> months of your podcast 
teaching objective truth, objective morality, objective reality. How can you claim subjectivity to be a proof? Hear me out, <laughs> right? And for this one, this is more personal than um, an intellectual defense or a conversational um, um, argument. So, for instance, uh, one of the examples we gave, and I'll just use that because it's it's um, it's it conveys the message well was the idea of parental love for instance i could read as a child i could read books on how amazing how parental love has been scientifically proven to produce healthy-minded kids how parental love creates an atmosphere that breeds well functioning um, children when they grow up in society and blah 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 i could present the arguments i could lay out the objective truth but then if i if i end up being raised in a happy home at that point parental love becomes both an objective and a subjective reality for me and so at that point you can come out to say yes parental love does lead to a lot of good first of all because of all the research and all the objective facts but also because i have experienced the effects of good parental love does that make sense so the summary basically yeah. is that while personal evidence might not be the most tenable evidence before another person even though sometimes it can be the most persuasive of evidences our point is that when something that is objectively true becomes internalized there is a subjective reality that accompanies it so for instance i can say objectively that um summer is hot but when i have sorry objectively rather that summer is hot but when i've experienced the blazing summer heat mm-hmm. i can then come out to someone who has never been in the summer or experienced summer before and say yes here are pictures here are temperature readings for the past 10 years but more so i have experienced it and i'm telling yeah. you that man it is hot that's that's the idea that's the idea mm-hmm. i thank you daniel that was a very you know detailed explanation and a very good one right so just like we said just like we said with miracles it wouldn't it would be very misguided and very wrong of you to you know immediately start to discredit or question the validity of a person's personal experiences when you hear it at first without even trying to find out you know how true it was right whether it's in the form of an yeah. experience the divine being or or um a vision you saw or just any form of experience basically it would be very wrong and very wrong basically to discredit it just because you haven't it hasn't happened to you yet or because you know you haven't seen it happen to someone around you yet yeah i i think that's that's the that's the whole idea and that's why this is grouped with miracles that the point is um when an objective truth is accepted many times there is some form of subjective reality that follows and to discredit someone's subjective testimony because you cannot identify with it is careless i think um the 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 thing to bear in mind is that even though yes you might not it it might not be the wisest thing to do to take it at face value but it's equally careless to disregard it altogether 
because mm-hmm. you are judging it based on certain assumptions you haven't proven to be true and so when it's when you come face to face with a personal experience right what you should do is ask are these experiences rooted in things that can be verified are um um let basically it should open the door for more investigative research in the subject being being talked about so for instance if someone says i believe there is a god because god changed my life it will be careless to disregard it and say oh no there's no god therefore what you're saying is wrong maybe you just assumed or came up with something no be willing to to let that lead you into a conversation be willing to let that lead you into a discussion into more um to look more into the matter that can there really be a god is it true that god changes lives i think the whole point of today's discussion is that to have an open mind basically and not to hide under some false guise of objectivity that hasn't been proven so for instance the reason um you can say something isn't true is because you've proven it objectively to not be true not just because you don't agree if not then mm-hmm. you're just as bad as someone who claims to believe anything without proof or without um any basis for 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 believing in it in the first place yeah Thank you, Daniel. I think we would end it on that note, but I th- um, I think now is also a good time to read out our quotes for the week in case you missed it on our Instagram page. It's a very powerful one, and that's why I think it's good to end on the notes. So it says, truth, though objective in nature, once received and internalized, becomes both an objective and a subjective reality for the one who receives it. And it pretty much sums up every single thing that we've spoken about, especially towards the end when we spoke about personal experiences, right? So, like, you you gave the illustration with the um, parenting example, the subjective, you know, abstract knowledge in your head. But then when you start, when you actually experience it, it becomes a reality for you. You can actually relate based on your personal experiences. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. If you listen this far, thank you, Daniel, for your time. Definitely, definitely. Comment section, right? If you want to share maybe a bit of a personal experience or miracle you've had, would love to read them in the comment section. So leave a comment, share with your friends, your families, your colleagues at work, your professor, <laughs> anybody. <laughs> awesome. And Bye everyone. See you next Bye, week. Guys. Thank you for listening to the Jesus Tribe podcast. We are an organization aimed at presenting the gospel of Christ in its simplicity to everyone everywhere. If this podcast has set up any questions, please feel free to mail us at tribejesus at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Jesus Tribe to stay up to date with our other activities and content. Till next time.